1: Forward slash K Hey
2: Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers
3: The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome
0: in to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. This is a very special episode. Well, because it's mostly about me and what I've done. 365 episodes. This is one year... Around the Sun. Yes, I can't believe... Well, of course, I can believe we made it, but a lot of people can't believe it. So, I was thinking, who could we bring in to help me celebrate me? And I could think of nobody better than my good friend, Greg Lenz of We Are Libertarians. Greg?
4: Rob, it is such an honor to be considered on the year of the Kindle episode.
0: I mean, when we started... So, we started this... Let's see. I think the station came on the air in October. We started the show shortly before that to get people ready for when we went on the air... Nobody thought we'd last this long.
4: No, I mean it's what is it? The top two uh, percent of podcasts only make it twenty episodes. But you're a radio show and a podcast. We- so you've, you're the, you're the Mitt Romney of <laughs> community radio and podcasts. <laughs>
0: So we have uh, we have fabulous underwriters, uh, we uh, have great listeners, we've had great guests, and so figured we would start the show by kind of talking about the show, and then we're going to talk a little bit about this very vile, awful, nasty gas tax and how truly disappointed I am in the House of Representatives. I'm very very disappointed in those people. I couldn't
4: tell based on your social media posts. <laughs> you know, here's you've th- been so benign and calm.
0: Here's the thing somebody said this the other day, and I think it's very true. They said, You could make a case that your show. Now is one of the two or three most influential uh, media experiences in the greater Indiana political experience.
4: Absolutely. And especially because you have no you know qualms about going after people. Oh yes. And that's the majority of the shows are basically press releases for the you know, power structure. But, but I do ve- not
0: I'm very nice to people that are nice to me.
4: You are, and you're always nice to people, even you disagree with rather vocally.
0: Yes, Uh, and you did a fabulous meme uh, today (laughs) for me, uh, which was great. And what what did the meme say? It said it uh, was the
4: button meme that everyone's become so familiar with. But it said uh, it had Rob's picture, and it said when the town council makes decisions you disagree with, and then you hit the button, it said publicly shame. And here's the deal. Look,
0: I sat in the seat, Mm -hmm. I went through it, uh, and I was never averse. In fact, I I really got off on people saying mean things about me from the lectern. I, I enjoyed it. Most people don't, but I, no. I loved it. I loved it.
4: Yeah, you're that rare person that feeds off negativity.
0: <laughs> I would stand up there and smile and laugh at them. You and are a martyr. <laughs> I was I was literally lectured and screamed at and uh, scolded and everything else. Uh, from the uh, from the lectern by people who did not like my smile and laugh at
4: them. No, there's nothing people like less than being smug, and if you can't tell, that's what's killing Donald Trump sometimes. <laughs> he sits there and says the Mexicans have to go back, and then has a taco bowl sitting in front of him.
0: But here was my thing, because people were always mad that I would not respond to them, and I always said, this is not citizen debate, it's citizen comment, so if you're going to stand up here and act like a belligerent jerk, I'm going to make you as mad as I possibly can, and then I'm going to go home on social media and mock you and laugh at you, which is gonna make you even more mad. Yep. I mean, I, it was great. It was so much fun. People will, will call me now and go, these council meetings are so boring now.
4: I know. I mean, it was. They it, miss it, you when you're gone. It, that it was, You know, they might complain. They might say he's incendiary or he's polarizing. <laughs> Is he bad for our community? But at the end of the day, they miss you. They miss the excitement.
0: And here's all I have to go on. When I ran, I won 65% of the vote. And my final citizen survey, 80% approval rating. I'd, I'd say, hey, it was it was really great. But now, to, did
4: you test how much of that approval rating was out of fear? <laughs> That they might, you might get leaked the names of those that oppose you. So
0: we were getting done with town council, and, and we had to have something to do. I had to have something fun to do, and and it was either uh, run against Pete Miller or do radio. I mean, you it, Spangle gave me the great advice. Your partner in crime, Chris yeah. Spangle from We, we Are Libertarians. Libertarians, the founder. Uh, yeah, he, he's not nearly as smart or as charismatic as you. But now uh, that's not fair. But uh, you know, he he does have good advice sometimes. And he told me, he said, uh, "Rob, you could either be a commentator or a politician. You can't be both." And I was sort of teetering on both at the time.
4: And I think that's something that's true to an extent, and it's becoming less true every day. Yeah, I think we live in a world where those lines can be blurred. I mean. Yeah. I, I think you can do commentary while at the same time holding office and being incendiary.
0: So I said, I've been pontificated about for four years. This is kind of boring. I did everything I set out to do. How easy would it have been to beat Pete Miller? And I think that was proven that it was a, would have been very easy. How much fun would that have been? God, we could have run in the year of Trump. We could have been the local Trump. A little Trump. Mad at
4: Spangle for telling you to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could have had a really good time.
0: I mean, I, I did some things, though, that, like, Like, uh, remember when Miller sent out the mailer about Crane that he voted for uh, the government funded mailer, the taxpayer
4: (laughs) subsidized mailer?
0: No, 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 no. Truthfully, I think that was from the political account when he said that he said that Crane voted for Obama and and uh, and uh, I was able to light that on fire. And and, uh, then he sent another one out about the like Crane's family. And I let Bruce eat it up. I could have been doing that for five months. Yeah,
4: you really could have. And you would have been approached day after day by people asking, now, Rob, you know, (laughs) we are beginning to talk. We don't really, you know, we need to keep you on a leash. And
0: God, I was just thinking the other day, I was like, uh, somebody told me about this at the statehouse. They said, how much fun would this gas tax thing be if you were down on the Senate floor?
4: Oh, it'd be great.
0: Yeah, it'd be great. And I would have you, and I would have Spangle down there. with They would me. never
4: let me in the statehouse. You House. guys
0: would be my uh, executive assistants. Oh, would that be? Would they allow us? We would be memeing the uh, <laughs> my colleagues from the floor. Anyway, I think we made the right decision. I think we did the right thing. And I,
4: you're I, having more fun doing this.
0: I'm having so much more fun because I get to hang out with you.
4: And, You'd have never met Donald Trump.
0: I, well, so let's let's, let's that's uh, before we do that. We have a big announcement. Big big announcement. We're gonna break it on show number three sixty five. Oh my! Because this is one year around the sun. And uh, coming up in March, I've got a big thing going on. It's going to be very huge. I teased it a couple weeks ago uh, on the social media networks. Um, I am going to be the cover of the Hendricks County Business Leader for March.
4: You are. Well, that cover. is no small. Feat. The cover.
0: I got the cover. That is
4: fantastic. I mean,
0: that's very exciting. It's like every you have home, all the best
4: covers. Every
0: home in Hendricks County, they're doing a feature on me, my face. Think about how many people that hate me, my face is going to show up in their mailbox. And they paid to get it. I know. I'm, well, that's no, a, it is free. It, oh, it is it, free. It is free. Okay, but, I thought uh, I
4: had subscriber base. But that's how
0: they get it to more people, you know? Like, have
4: any advertisers pulled out in mass? Not
0: yet, not yet. They we'll don't see. know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So we're very excited about that. Your March edition of the Hendricks County business leader, uh, Congratulations. I, will, I will be on the cover. That's They'll a very big mailboxes. deal.
4: That's a very and big then
0: deal. the best part is they've got—they call them the uh, the cover parties, where every quarter, people who are on the cover, so three uh, three people, they present them like a nice framed thing. It's a big ceremony, very all the cool. who's who's, and then you give—they give you a microphone to talk. Oh boy! So do I'm, I get to
4: come to this? Uh, you will
0: be cordially invited.
4: This is fantastic invited news.
0: All the uh, all the, the close family.
4: <laughs> it's a big deal. no. It's, it is a big deal, and you know it's Hendricks County, so it's going to be classy. It's going to be very yeah. well done and tasteful.
0: Yeah, and and this show has been a huge part of that. So uh, we're very we're very grateful. You're a community and, leader. Well, yeah, I'm something. I don't know. I think what bothers people is that nothing bothers me. Like yes. people say bad things about me, I like it. I enjoy it.
4: Then you're like, go further. And yes, then, then they please. get really nervous.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> like and this guy
4: is asking me to set him on fire.
0: Look, it's it's uh, it's warfare, man. It is. In the political sphere you either got to go big or you got to go home. And one of the biggest problems with Republicans and one of the things people hate about Donald Trump is he punches back twice as hard as anybody who throws a punch at him.
4: He does. You know, it's, it's an interesting. He doesn't believe in proportional response. Right. He is definitely somebody that goes scorched earth in order to prevent anyone from doing it again. But he just keeps getting attacked.
0: The moment that summed up Trump for me was, remember the first time Elizabeth Warren got involved throwing stuff at him? Now,
4: is she the one that was a Native American princess? She
0: was partially a Native American. American, apparently because she had ch- high cheekbones that has not been confirmed but uh yeah she was she is the senator from massachusetts who a lot of people feel fibbed on her resume was it at harvard to get a to get a job yes as a teacher? yes
4: she checked the box that said native american
0: now you are legit native
4: yeah i american. am so that she appropriated my culture and i'm offended <laughs> That's why I call her Pocahontas. But that Pocahontas, was, really? That was the
0: first—the first time it like dawned on me because she said something about Trump, and Trump is in the middle of a press conference, and he goes, Elizabeth, like doesn't miss a beat, and goes, Elizabeth Warren, oh, you mean Pocahontas?
4: Yeah, and just kept going, and, and he was, just went with it. Yeah, that's, well, people aren't used to that. People, especially female politicians, they're not used to people, you know, going going to the level he goes to because yeah. he goes to a level that most people aren't willing to.
0: Because I told somebody this the other day who was having a rather animated conversation with me about the gasoline tax, which we'll get into here in just a second, and they were basically telling me the things I can and can't say, and I said, oh, no, no, I decide what I can and and can't say, and uh, if people You were handled? Yeah, yeah, you were... uh, if you don't like it, you're free not to look, and anybody else who doesn't like it is free not to look. But people want to look because, unlike you, they know I'm honest.
4: The powers that be are handling the, you. They are.
0: They are not happy. They're very angry. They got very mad about that Sagamore thing too, because that became a running joke. Like, at the are
4: you now? Are they still going to give you the cover of the magazine without a Sagamore? <laughs>
0: You know, Vinatieri got a Sagamore the other day. I
4: know, I know.
0: I knew I'd made it on the Sagamore thing when Vinatieri gets the Sagamore, and many people are sending me messages about Vinatieri getting a Sagamore. I know, like I'm supposed to respond to that now.
4: I would respond to. Uh,
0: it. I don't know. I kind of like the Colts. You know, we need them here in town.
4: We we have the Colts still. Yeah, we I couldn't in, tell based you know, on at what least was last year. A, at least there's a track
0: record of athletes getting a Sagamore. Yes. Yeah. You know. Uh, Vinatieri has contributed more to the city than doing X ops for the governor. Absolutely. Let's take a quick break. Hear from our underwriters. You're listening to Central Indiana Today.
5: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9
6: progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
7: This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry
0: is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. The guest today, Greg Lenz, this is uh, show number 365, basically a celebration of myself. A celebration of Kendall. Yeah, uh, and of course, the big one. And, uh, you know, Spangle, he gets mad. He, I think he's jealous, but uh, he, he says, I'm beating a dead horse with this, but I'm going to beat the horse until it's not only dead, but uh, shipped off for for whatever they do with horses once they're no longer with us. Turn them into glue. Yeah, this- <laughs>
4: For the, the most part. The
0: Trump interview. Yeah. You know, that's got to be the pinnacle, right? I mean... You
4: interviewed the president of the United States.
0: It is. Dad, the other day... And a billionaire. Dad is so... I was more impressed that I interviewed a billionaire than the president, right? Right.
4: That is more impressive than being president.
0: You know, my dad is a very... Um, he's a very uh, straightforward fella. Yeah. Uh, has actually got into it with Spangle on uh, on social media. Yes. Uh. Your, dad
4: is, your dad is from... He, some of the greatest generation mindsets <laughs> seeped over to your dad. Things like civic duty, patriotism, <laughs> pride in your community. Those, uh, those false constructs of society that some of my more antagonistic libertarian friends point out don't he, settle well with he, him. Uh,
0: he is never one to bestow compliments easily. No. Uh, and he was sitting there the other day and I was talking to him and he was uh, doing whatever he was doing. And uh, he finally looks at me and goes, I look at this picture every day. Of you and Trump, and I'm just so proud. Yeah. And it was like a Field of Dreams moment. It you know? is. That's instead a of playing, deal. Instead of playing catch in the in the baseball field, uh, you know, I— You
4: interviewed the President of the United States. And made my father proud. You should have.
0: I mean, it's—and uh, he, goes, he goes, I'm not even—it's not even the picture of you with Trump that I'm so proud of. It's this picture right here, and it's the wide panoramic picture of yeah. me interviewing Trump. And he said, oh, he goes, I just—I can't believe that somebody from Brownsburg got to do this. Yeah. So, His uh, son.
4: And I tell people, I'm not any... Uh, that should make up for all the hate and criticism he gets when he goes out in the community about <laughs> what Rob's, an a-hole his son is. You're Rob's dad, yeah. Oh, why did you fail as a parent? And now
0: the poor, the poor pressure has fallen to Haley, too, because now it's your Rob's fiancé. That's or, true.
4: She has to account for you.
0: Yeah, It's. Uh, I feel bad. But anyway, so that's sort of the big thing. My my one thing, though, I'll say this. I'm not any better or worse than I was before I interviewed Trump, but in everybody's mind, you're better.
4: Yeah, it's, it's the... Uh, you know that's your credibility because you
0: guys interviewed Gary Johnson, right? Or not Gary? About uh, Ron Paul?
4: Yeah, we actually made it to the front page of mediaite yeah. because of Ron Paul, um, and that that sort that sort of helped us get a huge shot in the arm early on to grow uh, initially. But you know the the Ronimal's different. You know, Ron is easily accessible because he's shut out from more, a lot of the mainstream outlets. He's readily available for podcasts out of a Greenwood basement apartment. <laughs> um, but you know, Donald Trump's a little bit different scenario. He's one. I'm shocked that his organization handled and processed things as well as it did. We got we were all issued credentials, yeah, and that no one Ted Cruz didn't issue us credentials. Yep. I know Jeb Bush wouldn't have, <laughs> Hillary Clinton would not have uh, ever, but yeah. you know Trump. There's yeah. something to be said for his level of accessibility,
0: and it's fascinating too because they really they're like me. They love the haters. Oh yeah, they almost. Because I was thinking about this when the whole – remember when he was going to different states and, like, they would put him with these people who would write mean things about him? Oh, yeah. And I would think, why would you do this? You could have anybody you want interview you. I mean, you could have guys like me each each session that are, you know, glorified fans that are masquerading for about 30 minutes as a journalist.
4: (laughs) Here he thought it was going to be an interview. (laughs) Little did he know. Yes, I will. You are so wonderful. Just nod your head and approve.
0: I will never forget this. When I start the interview, and, and uh, some people have been a little critical of this, but I tell people, I, we joke about journalists. I'm not a journalist. I don't pretend to be. I don't pretend to be fair. I'm totally biased in everything I do. Uh, I we the, all are. Start,
4: Every person is biased.
0: I start the interview, and his eyes just lit up. And you could just see he was just like, oh, thank God, somebody that's not going to try to catch me. I don't have to
4: be on my game for once. <laughs>
0: I really think at that point he would have given me a hug if I'd asked for oh, it. Oh, that was
4: that was in the part where it looked like the GOP was Teeing it up to screw him as bad yeah. as any candidate that's ever sought their nomination,
0: and we would have we would have stood up for the god emperor. If that would have happened absolutely.
4: We Look have... at the other candidates are, Except lying Ted's been there deeming himself lately. His takedown of Bernie Sanders in the town hall debate on health care was wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's it's very it's so fascinating how it all turned out. So uh, you know some of the other ones. Obviously that was the the big one. And uh,
4: well, uh, then Todd Young said the we, we, elected senator. We Todd got Young.
0: Todd Young several times. Young's an interesting guy to me too because I think. Young always strikes me as that guy that he's got some real redeeming qualities. It's just... He does. He just gets caught up in the uh, I want to move. I call it the I want to move up syndrome.
4: Yes. Yes. He is definitely a placator. He will, you know, he is someone that will bide his time, do what it takes, and that rubs people like you and I the wrong way because we love force of will people like Trump <laughs> that just I'm gonna remake the whole thing in my shape.
0: Yeah, and, and I will say this though, guys like Young come in real handy when you've got things like the DeVos nomination or Tillerson. You you at no point felt Todd Young is gonna run off the reservation and not vote for a GOP nominee, which this time around, that's a big deal. And same thing with Supreme Court or things like that. He is very good at seeing the lay of the land, especially in his home state. Stated, and I feel very good, especially on these nominations, that he's going to do a good job.
4: Are we praising, you know, get in line, you're a good boy partisanship? Well, That's right, not normal for us. I feel like as long as
0: Donald Trump has the ultimate authority over what stays and what goes, I'm feeling kind of okay. As with long as he that. gets
4: in line for Trump, we'll, you know, it's we support it.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other, of course, we've had Donnelly on quite a bit. By the Joe? way, Donnelly, I get a lot of flack for being nice with Donnelly, but
4: I think Donnelly's a pretty nice guy, and I think he's going to be very tough. If uh, he weren't a Democrat, him and Trump, He and Trump's agenda would be indistinguishable. Which
0: we're again we're supposed to for Monday. We're we're actually going to do it Friday when this airs, but it'll probably air Monday. Uh, I'll just interview Donnelly tomorrow, so I'm going to ask him about he got I, he met the God Emperor today. That was a big deal. Went to the White House, and uh, I'm going to ask him how that how that went. I get flat for being nice to Donnelly, but
4: I, Donnelly's a nice guy. He's I like a really him. good guy. He's a really good guy. You and, know, and he's, he's
0: going to be very tough uh, for it uh, looks like Luke Messer, uh, maybe Todd
4: Rikita. To I mean, I've, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I wouldn't want to go against Joe because he's so likable.
0: James' niece is going to do a great job running against Joe Donnelly. At that primary
4: will be fun to watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, dog. James' niece is, of course, our. Libertarian friend, he's been on the show. He is uh, one of the founders of 4chan. 4chan.
4: Um, he is definitely somebody that created the infrastructure for the alt-right long yeah. before it existed.
0: He uh, he is a sort of man who could hack into your life at seven seconds notice. You definitely I have want seen him, him, him
4: change more hotels' uh, Wi-Fi networks to unsecure and lock them all out with Crooked Hillary as the password <laughs> Se- that I can imagine. Seems
0: <laughs> like a very reasonable thing to do. Of course, we had uh, Governor Mikey at the time, Governor Mike. Governor v, Mike Pence, um, your former boss. My former boss. Uh, you know, I got a lot of flack from people for being a little critical of Pence, and that rubbed me the wrong way because you should be able to say somebody, I agree with you 80% of the time, but that doesn't mean I have to kiss your backside if I disagree with you on something.
4: No, I think it's when you like someone, though, there is the expectation that it won't be a public shaming on that 20% since you have a working relationship Is that what I did? Did I do public shaming? No, but was I, mean, I overboard? you you part of it was personal because Trump meant so much to you yes. the fact that it was someone oh <laughs> you know there's a little bit like oh he just ruined Trump And I don't no no
0: no no and the thing I always said this about Pence is I said look Pence is a nice guy I know Pence uh, you know I had no problem with him as a person but I did not think that Pence was the best guy to help Trump get across the finish line. And the
4: Indiana version of Mike Pence was not.
0: No, but I was he wrong. He went
4: back to his early form in the House and yep. became a yep. absolute dynamo.
0: I said this on WIBC. I ate the crow. I said Mike Pence winning that debate against Tim Kaine may have saved the election for Donald Trump. I was wrong, and I am I am 100% behind uh for all the XOps people out there that are angry about my comments about you guys getting those Sagamores, listen up. I'm 100% behind Mike Pence. I like Pence.
4: It- he had work. one of the best lines of all of the year. I'll be happy to work with you when you're in the Senate, Tim. And that was it. That basically was, well, Tim you Cain's dead. Yeah, I don't know if
0: Pence got some different comms people when he started running his V, but he got a lot more snarky and I it. I think it. Trump gave
4: him license to just go back to his radio roots yeah, and I, be a little bit more you know, incendiary and off the cuff.
0: By the way, I do want to say this because uh, it is a compliment. And as somebody who met Pence and worked with him, he is a genuinely very, 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 very nice guy. And had I known he'd be so good as the vice-presidential candidate I would have never said anything negative by the way I did I got in such trouble remember when I wrote that thing for um, for uh, uh, Indiana Forefront about the empty office yep I got in big big trouble for that one yep but you know what? That office, that office was fully staffed. You said the, the only of- time
4: that they cart people in is when it's a photo op, and the rest <laughs> of the time they keep the windows blocked out with signs. So you can't tell if anyone's there or not. I,
0: I, but hey, that office was fully staffed afterwards. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Getting things done. So uh, from that perspective, I feel like we've done all the political stuff, but I'm probably just as proud as the non-political people that we've had. Yeah. Because politics gets kind of boring sometimes. It does.
4: It's exhausting.
0: You know, literally, you'll ask a politician a question, and then you can go get a sandwich while they answer, right? Correct. I mean, I'm going to have Don Leon tomorrow. I'm going to probably get four questions in. And, and none
4: uh, of them are you are not going to be able to ask him anything that he'll give you a straight answer on right. um, that could have hurt him. Right. So, uh,
0: very again, I uh, guess Greg Lens from We Are Libertarians, uh, we're talking about uh, episode 365, which this is— uh, one year around the sun. That's uh, wild. It's crazy,
4: isn't it? It really is. I wild. mean we made it 365. And it's, you used to just be, you know, an auxiliary podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network, the remember, Rob Kendall remember Show. The,
0: remember the old Rob Kendall show?
4: I it, you made it great again. It was you turned uh, it into Central Indiana. It was today. really
0: fascinating. We I I was going back and listening to some of those old episodes, and I think we were on to something there. I was just was so focused on cutting taxes here in Brownsbury that I just didn't have the time to It's
4: better to leave a legacy like you did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh, anyway. So the the non political people, of course, you know, I love pro wrestling. Oh yeah. And we had uh, some of my childhood heroes have been able to talk to Bruce Pritchard, who played Brother Love, Jim Cornette. Uh, it's uh, man. I'll tell you what, pro wrestling is so fascinating because I think it's so much like politics. It is
4: completely. You know the the insight Trump getting to go through that experience with Vince McMahon and get have Vince McMahon as an advisor to pick off being the foil and create yeah. these you know yeah. skirmishes has paid dividends like you can't believe. Trump
0: is a pro wrestling character. He,
4: yeah, he understands dominating the narrative yep. by by creating these narratives yep. regardless of whether they're true or not. I think the guy leaks stories about him puttering around at night in his robe <laughs> just so that no democrat can get on CNN that night.
0: <laughs> and you and you hit on a good point which is he always knows how to dominate the news cycle. Okay, things are getting out of control. I'm gonna move up the nomination of the Supreme Court justice. Hey, something's going on with Tillerson. I'm gonna cause a scene with John Lewis. John Lewis. He is the master at saying, look over here, and everybody looks
4: over oh, here. Oh slide of hand, it's like he wrote the book on. It's incredible. Yeah. You know, he understands that America wants scandal, British style tabloid sensationalism, yep. and if he gives them that Nothing else gets noticed. Yeah.
0: Well, and so that's why, you know, we talk about why we talk so much about pro wrestling, because you can learn so much about what's going on in our country right now, because the guy who's running our country was deeply influenced by pro wrestling. And you might laugh at that, but there's a lot of validity to it, and a lot of the reason he's so effective is is
4: right there. He appointed his small business administration appointment is the wife of Vince McMahon.
0: Miss miss Mrs. Linda McMahon, who was a an on air character. And for they
4: it. built a billion dollar business. Out of creating yep. false narratives. Yep. And yep. and you know, faux in- entertainment.
0: Yep. And I will say, because people say, well, who's your favorite interview? I would say Trump. But I'll tell you what, getting to interview, Bruce Pritchard, who was the guy who was there with McMahon through the 80s and, and the, the 90s, the high the heyday, he was a great on-air character, wrote, produced a lot of that very famous stuff. Who you now has a great podcast called Something to Wrestle With. Um, which is like it's amazing it was like number four on iTunes last week or oh, something it's way up there it's fascinating
4: is there anything you is there anything you missed on or didn't get to do that you wish you could have
0: you mean with with him or in in general in the last year you know there's always wa- Really, so I got to meet Springsteen. I would love to interview Springsteen. That's never going to happen. Do you think you... it was
4: the Trump shirt that yeah. <laughs> had you ushered off the stage? Well, the typical...
0: uh, Springsteen's such a private guy and he doesn't do interviews. So it's never, like, there was a mathematical way for me to get to Trump. Like, mm. I knew, here's, here's the, the plot is long to get to Trump, but, like, I started it in... February, Here's trying that, to, what it looks like. Yeah, trying to build to get there, and we did it. And, and again, I've told that story a million times. I'm still getting interview requests to talk about that too. It's a, it's a, really a Cinderella story. It's like Rudy, you know. Well, of, I mean,
4: look at that. <laughs> there aren't many people with good relationships with the President of the United States in the media. They just it, aren't like are None of the mainstream outlets. Fox News barely has one or two anchors that have a decent relationship with And, and I tell and we, Hannity.
0: We tell these. I tell the story, and you, you really tell the story from the night before to when it happened, but. It was something that took about two months worth of effort to get done. I mean, you don't really,
4: just contact a billionaire and of, say, "Hey, of, how'd you of, like to be on my show?" A lot
0: of begging. A lot of times, my girlfriend was very, very now fiance was very mad at me because I was on the phone with someone pleading for a connection versus paying attention to her. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was great, and it, it's been a life altering thing. But uh, You're never going to get to... My point is, you're never going to get to interview Bruce Springsteen. It's just not going to happen. He doesn't do interviews. He doesn't need to. He'll do them when he goes overseas. Um, But that's not going to happen. I would have loved... I met my other hero, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, my God. You know, I had multiple convers long form conversations with him. He's now deceased, so that's but I never got to interview him. That's not gonna happen. So the only person really that I'd really like to interview is Rush Limbaugh. I think Rush would be fascinating. L
4: Rushbo. He I, would be the greatest guy to hang out with.
0: I think it would be really cool to sit down uh, you know for thirty minutes with Rush Limbaugh and just say not even not even political, just how did you do what you do? Explain to me how you did this.
4: He I mean in many ways he 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 created the first Republican held, ha- you know, House right. of Representatives Honorary majority. Member. Yeah, of the Dittohead Caucus, they called themselves the Dittohead Caucus. <laughs> and this is a guy that was Rusty Ryan in Pittsburgh that couldn't <laughs> even hold a job down and had to sell tickets for the Kansas City Royals. Well,
0: because my parents used to live in Kansas City, and when I was first born, I lived right outside the Royal Stadium. And my dad said, you know, he remembered in the media guide the name Rush Limbaugh. He was the he was the PR director for the the. For, r- yeah,
4: George Brett's a lifelong friend, yeah. former Kansas City. I mean, Rush though is an is a force of he is a force of will too. There, he and trump are so alike his apprehension towards just jumping on board and becoming a fanboy shocked me because there are so many you know similarities between the two
0: it's fascinating too because the howard stern movie you know which influenced so many people like us to want to be involved in media and it's a, the private parts movie is is phenomenal but limbaugh without the raunchiness is much like the howard stern story yeah the
4: political arena won't tolerate too much raunchiness but he got right up to the i mean he pushes the envelope
0: yeah and and moving up and down the 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 map and going up and down the dial oh and and he was
4: hilarious he used to have at the tv show during the clinton heyday at the adams mark hotel my dad would go to it and they would die laughing showing the clip of bill leaving a funeral (laughs) laughing and as soon as he sees cameras breaking down into tears
0: yeah let's take a quick break here from our underwriters You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring?
8: Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders.
0: How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted?
8: We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services.
0: So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth?
8: We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg
0: is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. But again, our guest is Greg Lenz from We Are Libertarians. We did need to get to a very serious topic because it's going to start moving, and I think next week very seriously because the House, I think, is getting ready to present some form of a formal budget to begin going, and this is the gasoline tax. And a lot of people have said, and, Everybody will hear this, so we want to make sure you're listening good. You have time to sit up in your chair, turn the volume up if you need to. People have said, why are you so into this topic? Because 150 bucks a year doesn't sound like that big a deal to a lot of people.
4: But, but it's never just that.
0: It's not. So I've got two things. One... Just like with the water and sewer thing in Brownsburg, this is only happening because of complete and utter laziness by the Indiana legislature, people who punted the football for years and years, and people who spent a whole lot of money on the growth of government and political expedience rather than putting the money where it should have gone. So that's why I'm so pissed off about
4: this. Yeah, it's a result of kicking the can down the road until there's no more road, I guess you could say. And and now I realize why I was invited. It's the Libertarian show. You're talking about (laughs) building the roads. This is what we're always asked about.
0: You know, well, it it is a big deal because you say, look, if you're going to do things for political expedience, then okay." But when you're going to expand Medicaid, which is that's what HIP 2.0 was, is it it is an expansion of Medicaid. Look, here's the hard facts. You people need to listen to this and know what HIP 2.0 is. It is a government handout and they judge it based on a tax return.
4: Absolutely. And
0: Mr. Lenz, you are a man of great wealth, so I know you... Uh,
4: you I mean, a, a terrorist is still a terrorist, even if he's in a silk necktie <laughs> and sings Danny Boy. <laughs> you know, that you can call it and name it whatever you want, but everyone realizes what it was. It was a way to get the political win without having to cede the high ground to the president.
3: Yeah,
0: it was, and... and you, this, you can get insurance now under if your tax return can show the right thing. You can make your tax return show anything you want. Uh, With the right
4: political connections.
0: Right, right, right. And a good accountant. And it doesn't even make it illegal. It makes it your, your smart person. If your tax return shows the right thing, you can get insurance for $12 a year. Mm-hmm. $12 a year. Better insurance than you or I would
4: run, have. Run for Congress and you get it for free forever. Yeah.
0: So if under HIP, you can get insurance for $12 a year. That is funded. The rest of it is made up. Somebody's paying for it. It's not like insurance costs $12 a year. That's paid for by the state of Indiana. Yeah, that was twelve dollar
4: a month in or annual insurance isn't the coverage you'd want. And
0: we're talking people that could afford insurance, that are working people that could have jobs that have insurance. They don't have to if your tax return shows the right thing. This was put forward by the governor for political expedience at the time. Governor uh, Pence and voted on by the legislature. Right. You know,
4: it was he really had just he was in he took over after Mitch Daniels and didn't have a lot he could run on like because you know the point was to springboard off right and it it was tough to find the darndest things to even say well i'm known for this because eh, they did a pretty good job this sounds good we'll double it hip (laughs) 2.0 people love 2.0 it's trendy
0: the initial hip was designed for truly very poor people who could not afford insurance
4: yeah the indigent and the people that you know we as a society collectively decide we want to see, not suffer.
0: The other, the, well, there are two other ones that have my beef. One is that when they spent $125 million bucks to opt out of Common Core, then opt back into 90% of Common Core under a different name so that if the governor had run for president, his whole thing could have been I opted out of Common Core. Hundred twenty five million again, bucks will spend will buy a, a lot of a lot of roads and that again the house approved that the third one is this universal preschool thing. Look, I'm okay with government funded education. I don't have an issue with that. I don't have an issue with society doing their part uh, in educating kids and making sure at least you're quasi intelligent by the time you turn. Despite hey, our Dave. lack
4: of results over the <laughs> since the, cre- the creation of the Department of Education, you would think we would all be on board with
0: that. Right, right, right. So now we've got universal preschool which uh, was a pilot program. Bad idea to have the pilot program. But now we're expanding the pilot program, even though the pilot program isn't even done, so we don't know if the pilot program worked.
4: Yeah. The closest thing to a national religion in the United States is education. Yeah. It is our... And we don't even care how it's done. You just have to be for education. We'll just throw more education at it.
0: Uh, So you've got these three things, and these are just three things I just threw at a dartboard and came up with. If I peered into the budget, the amount of waste I could find in there, or political expedience, or whatever else, to... Is there And it's fine. It's okay that it's there unless you come to me and say, I'm so broke that I have to raise your taxes.
4: Well, this is something, too, where they want it out of the general fund. Yes. They want it to be pay-per-use, which, you know, I was talking actually with uh, Rex Bell's former campaign manager, Jeremiah Morrill. Lion Jer. As we so lovingly refer to him. And, you know, we were talking about it today that it is – that is how you would design it even in a libertarian system. The people that use it pay for it.
0: So they're not broke, They've done these things, and I shouldn't have to bail you out, your political choices made for political expedience. That's why I'm so upset about this gas tax thing. So it's
4: more so about you getting to vent, but you don't, you agree that we got it. it needs to be done, and this is the right way to do it. But I'm still upset about your wastefulness and right. your failure to take do, action. Do
0: not ask me to bail you out. And we got a major victory the other day when they agreed to move all the sales tax on gasoline over to the uh, highway fund. The, yeah. the road, so that's one big victory. And if we it was fourteen
4: percent before, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: fourteen percent. We're broke, and we've got all this revenue over here four hundred and forty million dollars a year uh, that should go to roads, but we don't do that. But we're broke, and we have to raise taxes. So that was a big first step. If we keep it up, we'll be able to. Uh,
4: so you're actually so you support the Republican plan.
0: Uh no I do uh, no 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 I don't support the tax increase because Republican plan still has a tax increase in it. I support moving all that money though as a first step. So now you've gone using
4: the road money for the roads. Yes, that's what I support. You're let's... a radical, and I can't imagine anyone else agreeing with that. I would
0: say having dealt with NDOT over the years, that is the worst organization to deal with. I would not give them 1.2 billion dollars unfettered if my life depended on it. I say let's give them 500 million to start, see how you use that for a couple of years, and then we'll decide whether you need the additional. I don't money. know
4: what they do other than drive around in those. White trucks
0: it's a good gig we should get jobs within dot
4: in dot they would never hire us work we are men of action like donald trump
0: <laughs> so the other day at, and i want to wrap up with this you know i was listening to a state rep speak and i realized you know to these guys and this is the problem with some of the people on the town council and the water and sewer thing these guys are very well off guys i don't even think they mean harm but to them 150 bucks a year when you're making 65 to 75 thousand dollars as a second job yeah, 150 bucks a year, no big deal. And those roads are going to get fixed.
4: It's a rounding error that's insignificant to them.
0: Exactly. And if you're a very well-off person, as many of our senators and house members are, that money is just not a just not a big deal to you.
4: No. So. If they would agree to take a one dollar a year annual salary, yep. uh, then as, I would be I would support it.
0: as I proposed. And somebody got very angry with me on uh, somebody who defends the house very sternly for money got very angry uh, at me for proposing that the you guys are overpaid bums, and if you were taking nothing then I'd be way more open to your proposed tax increase.
4: Right. I mean, when you vote for yourself for a pay raise, and then yeah. you say, well, we're going to need to bump it. It looks, well, you know, after it doesn't mean it necessarily was caused by it, but it certainly looks that way.
0: All right. Uh, wrap up the show. Again, it's 365 uh episode 365 one year around the sun on the show greg you've been such a huge part of the program well uh, i appreciate it. Well, it it's an
4: honor to be part of your one year annual celebration
0: and uh again tell us about we are libertarians where people can we uh,
4: are com. it is a podcast and website we cover current events and news from a libertarian republican democrat we try to cover all the perspectives
0: and you just had a big merger right
4: we did we just got uh we just leapt up to about 100,000 Facebook likes and. Chris Bangle, I will say this is one Machiavellian SOB.
0: Well, he is. He is uh he's a liar, but he's a uh,
4: There's nothing better than saying this is a reverse merger and it's mine now. <laughs> Pretty well done, I must say. Very Trumpian.
0: It, uh, I, and and truth, truth be told, I go to We Are Libertarians all the time. It's great read. It's fun stuff. I really enjoy it uh, because you guys are you are not afraid to laugh at everything.
4: And we need to have you on because we've been talking about, there is a growing rift in libertarianism over the wall in yeah. borders. So We're wearing them down. On.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, don't forget if you missed any part of today's show, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. Download the show, write your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by mcdonald's until next time i'm rob kendall saying have yourself a great evening
3: you've been listening to the kevin kersey agency presents central indiana today on 98.9 wyrz made possible by the kevin kersey agency 701 north green street in brownsburg an archive of today's program can be heard at our website wyrz.org Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall.
0: This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddle's. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9.
1: Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group.
2: doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news.
5: This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9,
6: progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033.
7: This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses, as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. t and Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900.
8: You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located
0: at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.